Welcome to the No Budget RC Podcast. I'm your host, Eli, and you're listening to episode 53. So we start off with what is new in my RC garage. Well, since the last episode, I have a Hobbywing 1080 ESC, along with a Reedy 5-slot 16-turn motor. Those will both be going in, those are actually already in, my SEX 10-2. And I also have an aluminum steering top plate for my Techno MT410. So, what happened was last Sunday I went out with a friend, we were out bashing, and when I got home, I always like to do a post-run inspection of my vehicle, discovered that on the steering top plate, there's a screw that goes through that into a brace, and there was actually enough flex in the chassis that it ripped that screw out the backside of that uh, plastic stock plastic uh, steering top plate. So I found an aluminum upgrade, and I've since installed that, and hopefully that's going to hold up a little better. Then for the SEX 10-2 that I have, I put that uh, Hobbywing 1080 and that Reedy 16-turn motor in there. I gotta tell you, whole lot smoother than the stock setup. Um, also running this one on 3S, where the other one I was only running on 2S because I didn't want I never changed the plug out on the ESC so I could run my 3S batteries on there. The reason I never did that is because I knew I was planning on changing out the SC anyways. But even on 3S, still a whole lot smoother than the stock system was on 2S. So I've had the Hobbywing 1080 before in another crawler. It is an awesome ESC for the price. You cannot beat it. Um, in my opinion, you're going to have to spend about twice as much to get a comparable ESC. It comes with a program card, and it has 15 settings that you can change. So, there's a whole lot of adjustability there. Tune it the way you want. I originally tuned it to what I'd read on forums was for the smoothest operation. And it was super smooth. Still is super smooth. But, uh, when I set it the way that, you know, said everyone had said to set it up for the smoothest operation, they said to set the punch all the way down to one. And I actually went in and changed the punch to where I liked it because it just didn't have that when you grab the throttle, just kind of slow and leggy, you know, on the punch. And the issue I saw with that is sometimes when you come up against an obstacle, you want to hit the throttle and kind of use your speed to bump up over something. So I did go and bump the punch up a little bit from what everyone said was the smoothest operating, but it's still ultra smooth and just really like that combo. Um, that 16 turn five slot armature reedy motor is the same motor that comes in the new element RC, uh, scaler. And, uh, I've always kind of been interested in trying a five slot motor and just never really wanted to spend the money that they want for like a home's hobbies. So found this motor on eBay for like $27. So I figured now is the chance to give one a try. And uh, yeah, it is super smooth on, especially on the low end startup. Really, really liking that system in there. I'm running it on the uh, stock gearing and uh, on 3S. And I think it's, I think I'm just going to leave it alone. I don't think I'm going to mess with the gearing in it at all. So, then, uh, other than that, I also got a set of the Axial Silver diff covers for the SCX-10-2. 
So the S610 II I have is the Deadbolt. And it's kind of an olive drab green color. And I just thought the bright red diff covers underneath looked kind of funny. Well, Axial on their Unimog body on the new kit that they have, I think it's the UMG 10 or something like that, has silver diff covers. So I was thinking about dyeing the red diff covers black, but then I ran across the silver diff covers, and so I just picked them up. I think that's going to look more scale, because a lot of times when you see a vehicle, it's going to have a silver diff cover or a chrome diff cover or something. So just really like the look of the silver a lot better underneath there. So the topic I wanted to get into this week is brand bashing. So what brought this up is I had an interaction with a guy who was talking about, you know, he's, he's kind of a local guy. He's not too far from me. He's in a lot of the same Facebook groups I am. And he was kind of talking crap because my techno is always broken. And how I talk about how great it is and how tough it is. And, and why is it always broken? His, his RCs aren't broken. And so I explained to him, might be in the difference in the way we drive them. Anything that you run hard enough, you're going to break. Perfect example is I have a friend that has a Traxxas slash 4x4 that he bought brand new. He usually takes it to work with them and he'll run it before work or on his lunch break or after work in the parking lot at work. He just runs it around the parking lot where he works. And the only thing he's ever had to replace on it is the wheels and tires because he wore the tires out. I've had three Traxxas slash 4x4s, and the one that I kept the longest and ran the most had RPM A-arms on all four corners. I think it was on the third body when I finally sold it, and it had uh, MIP at all four corners because I kept breaking the uh, plastic uh, Traxxas uh, drive shafts. It's all in the difference in how you run them. If you run it hard enough, it's going to break. And this is what I was trying to explain to this guy is, you know, you take an 8th scale RC, I don't know, I've never weighed one of mine, I don't know exactly what they weigh, but you launch it 15 to 20 feet up and launch it out 60 to 80 feet, that's a lot of force coming down, and even if you do land correctly every time, which I will be honest, I do not land correctly every time, um, I would put my skill level at intermediate, there's definitely some videos of guys I watch launching them that are way better at landing jumps than me. Um, but even if you do land perfect every time, just the law of physics, man. You're taking that much weight, coming down at what speed, you know, coming down from 20 feet in the air, landing, you know, 60 feet out. Just the law of physics. You do it enough time, something's going to bend or something's going to break. You know, it's just the way it is. So I actually offered this person to go out with me sometime because they are somewhat local to me. I said, hey man, if you want to go run with me and you want to run, you know, I'll bring my ramps out and we can go launch them and, you know, you can show me how tough yours is and, you know, maybe you'll, watching me jump mine, you'll see why mine breaks. Anyways, it just irritates me when people brand bash. Now, it's a little different if you're friends. Like last Sunday, I went out with a friend of mine. We're buddies, and as guys, that's what we do. We shit talk, and I was giving him crap. Um, I had my Technum T410, and he had his Traxxas X-Max. And I was giving him crap. I'm like, oh, that big, heavy, slow hunk of crap can't keep up with me and all this and that. 
Now, keep in mind, he was only running 6S, and his is the 8S version, so he definitely left some on the table there. He definitely had more speed and more power available if he would have thrown his 8S, you know, about his two 4S batteries in there for 8S. And he just laughed and gave me crap back. And, you know, like one of the, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, get close to me, I'll run that thing over, you know. And we were just giving each other crap, and we were having a good time. Now, when you're online and it's somebody you don't really know, like, you know, it's just not, you know, it's not cool. You're, all you're going to do is irritate people. Like, most of them, I just ignore them. But, you know, a lot of people, I've seen a lot of pissing matches online about it. And another example is I drive a Ford truck. My brother drives a Dodge truck. We will give each other crap all day long. Ford versus Dodge. You know, I'm not, I'm going to keep talking crap, even though his rig's probably worth three times what mine is. His is a three quarter ton diesel. Mine's a half ton gas. And mine has about twice as many miles on it as his, but it's not going to shut me up. I'm still going to give him crap because that's what we do. You know, it's all in fun. And it's just like, you know, the hobby, this hobby is all for fun. You know, thinking that your brand is better or whatever, you know, there might be brands that you like. And that's fine. I mean, I have brands I like. I love my Techno. I love my Arma vehicles. That being said, the two newest releases from Arma, the Infraction and the Limitless, those don't interest me at all. I'm not into speed runs and um, driving on-road. That's not what I'm into. I'm into off-road and jumping. That's what I'm into. That's how I have fun in the hobby. You know, and teach their own. You know, I know a lot of guys that are interested in getting the infraction or the limitless and good for them. I look forward to seeing the crazy speed numbers they put up, especially the guys that are getting limitless. I look forward to seeing how fast they can go and I'll cheer them on, but it's just not that fun for me. I'm not looking, I'm not going to be getting one, you know, that's just the way the, you know, the hobby's all about fun and just go out and have fun and, you know, in you having fun, don't make other people miserable, you know, that's really, I guess, the point, is, you know, it's not about, you know, my rig's bigger and better than yours kind of thing, you know, as long as you're having fun, it don't matter, like, I, you know, I've said before, I got started in this hobby with a uh, Red Cat Caldera 10E, and I love that truck, and, uh, I never had, you know, I, I had one issue with it, and that was my fault because I slammed into a curb. But I also wasn't jumping nearly as high and far as I am now. When I first got started in the hobby, I was pretty much, I would run it around my house and jump it off the curb, you know. I'm sure if I was launching that vehicle as far and as hard as I am, you know, the vehicles, 8th scale vehicles I have now, it probably would have definitely, you know, had some damage done to it. I mean... It was a good vehicle, and if I found a good deal on one again, I'd definitely pick it up because they are fun. But, you know, right now, I've kind of, you know, I've had so many vehicles in this hobby. I think at my last count, I was like 39 or something. 39 vehicles I've had over the last about five years I've been in the hobby. And what seems to be the most fun for me is 8th scale bashers. That's kind of where I've been for the, you know, last probably a year. Actually, a little longer ago than that, when I got my first uh, Arma Creighton. Got a V2 Arma Creighton. It's probably been maybe two years ago. That was my favorite vehicle for a long time. And uh, to this day, I regret selling that vehicle. 
Um, we now have a Arma Creighton V4, which is my wife's vehicle, but, you know, I do drive it also. And, you know, that's just happens to be what I like. Doesn't mean that that's what you have to like. And, you know, doesn't mean because you're on into drifting that I'm going to talk crap about your cars, you know. If you enjoy drifting, good on you. It's just not something that's for me. You know, it's not something I enjoy in the hobby. So that's really about all I had for this episode, guys. Just kind of wanted to talk about what was new with me and what I, what's been going on with me and then have a little bit of a rant there. So until next time, keep it shiny side up and we'll talk at you later. Thanks for listening.